Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Welcome to Mind Shock, Dr. Ron Dalrymple. The show will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is Evolution of the Supermind. I began working at NASA at 17 years old, way back when in ancient antiquity. We put people in space. Back then, it was really a vast frontier, really amazing. We called, of course, space the final frontier. After working there for a couple of years and some psychology classes at the University of Maryland, as well as all the physics and math I was taking, I pretty made this kind of stunning discovery. That if the mind is an energy field that transcends the physical brain, it would explain a lot of the phenomena of the mind, so the theories did not explain. So at 19, while at NASA, I discovered that the true final frontier is inner space, the exploration of the true powers of mind. And our mission is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. So think about that, the outer limits of inner space. Our motto for this show is Supermind, Superbody, and Super Spirit. In today's chaotic world, there's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are and what we are doing here. Who are we as a people, as a global people? And mind revolution is changing everything. Old new theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Old science is three dimensional and limited to the physical senses. We're developing new models of science that consider n dimensions as N, the letter N is a mathematical term, as N approaches infinity. We have a great guest, a fascinating person. Sherry Sterling Fernandez wrote a book called Life Mastery. Sherry, Sherry, how are you doing? Good. Good, Ron. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, it's our pleasure to have you here. I really enjoyed reading your book. Really interesting, inspirational book about your story and whatnot and your ideas and discoveries. And for the speaker of audience, could you please tell them about how this journey started for you? Let's say going way back when referred to your publishing this book today. Where would you like to hang out? It sounds a little, um, I guess, trite, but it really, my childhood is in a way, because as a child I was um, a volatile childhood for a while, and I was left on my own lot, which I think I probably would have done anyway. I was kind of a loner and spent a lot of time wandering. And somewhere in my wandering and thinking of the thinker, I thought, I think I'm somebody really special. (laughs) I just got this idea in my head, right, that I'm I'm somebody really special and, and even though my parents were divorced and I was a little ragamuffin and, you know, we didn't have anything, it was kind of a, a weird period of life for me. Um, I can't think of hold on to that um, bad stepfather, you know, that whole scenario. I was able to hold on to that idea that I'm somebody special. Mm-hmm. And then when I I, I, I don't think I ever really let go of it, but I spent my teen, late teens 
early 20s really partying up a storm and generally making a mess of my life. Um, when I calmed down and, and decided to change my life and got married and decided to leave that party life behind, I started coming back to me again. I, I feel like I'm somebody special. There's great things out there for me. And, of course, I'm not more special than anybody else. I just... Uh, human beings, we just have so much potential. I love the platform for your show. I love your intro and the things, your mind over that. I just love the things that you say because it's so true. We have so much potential, and it's really inside of us. Um, but I began mm-hmm. to feel that, and I wanted things. I wanted, we were just so poor. We had, neither, neither of us had, my husband and I had gone to college because we were busy, you know, drinking and <laughs> smoking pot and whatever it is we do in those years. Um, mm-hmm. Not working much and not. <laughs> wasting those times, but we, um, I, I wanted things, I said, okay, if anybody can do it, I can do it, and, and I want no ceiling on my finances, I wanted to be able to not have to save money to go on a vacation or to do, get a washing machine, I didn't want a ton of stuff necessarily, but I just didn't want a ceiling on my finances, I wanted if I was going to get married, which I not thought I would ever do, that I was going to have the best marriage possible, and I was going to, if I was going to have children, I wanted to still be look good, at least have a sexy, strong, fit, attractive body. I didn't think I had to get that away to have children. I ended up having six, so, and I proved that true. Uh, you don't have to get that away. Um, yeah, now, now, let, let, let me so, jump in, Mike. When you made that, that transformation, when you made that change and said, you know, I'm tired of partying, I'm part of this, was there a certain time when a thought hit you, kind of like a, like a transformative thought? What was exactly that kind of hit you? Made you change your life course. That's a really momentous and powerful change. <laughs> yeah. Other path within self destruction. Instead, you got off that path, going to a much better path. There's something that happened exactly. Was it simply an accumulation of thoughts and ideas and experiences over time? Um, I think it was, it was a kind of a one-two punch. The first one was to say uh, the track I'm on, the way we're going, because we were literally not really hardly able to feed ourselves, uh, even though we were working, we were working stinking hard. Um, and the first thing was, I can't, if I continue to do this, I just was like a realization. If I continue to live like this, I cannot be who and have what I want. And then a little while after that, and the second realization was I was watching TV and there was a, a model on that looked like a lot like the women I thought I would want to look like when I got older. <laughs> and I realized she's like 10 years younger than me. I was like, whoa, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to grow up to look like uh, models or Barbie <laughs> at the rate I'm going. So um, it was a reminder that I had to change. I, I had to change the things I was doing, the way I was thinking, if I wanted what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's really an accumulation of incidents and ideas that made you realize I've got to stop the, the party and whatnot. And get serious, get back on track on a much more self-creative and positive pathway, right? Right. To tap- because I couldn't, I couldn't have done it with the party thing. I'm sorry? I couldn't have done it while I was in the party mode, right? I had to quit drinking right. and doing that stuff. Otherwise, I didn't have the creativity and the mental uh, focus to be able to make the changes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's just too, uh, too distracting. Of course, not your way, of course. Change your thoughts and ideas and whatnot. You're creating all the wrong things attracting the wrong people, and unfortunately, you just will have been distracting that type of uh, behavior over the last many decades, and even encouraged to do so by the media and whatnot, and by the proliferation of drugs and booze and partying, which has really caused a national pandemic and other sort, hasn't it? Now, yeah. yeah. in any case, yeah, I'm really glad you made a change. And you also talk in your book about moving towards an infinite potential. Progression towards yeah. that is a key. 
Tell us about that. I think it's really a fascinating concept. I, uh, I've been doing, uh, well, first of all, the, the things I changed in myself, I was able to really make a huge transformation in my own life and find a lot of success over time in all the areas I talk about, all eight areas of life. Um, I started coaching other people and just and, and raising children. I just became totally amazed at what people are capable of. I just, I can see that our potential just goes on truly, infinitely. I think as much success as I've achieved in each of those areas, I can still got lots of I can do and more than I can ever do in this life. And it's what keeps me. But it's the reason I wrote the book. It's the reason I continue to speak and coach. I don't need it. I don't need the money. But I just have this um, amazement about human beings and what they're capable of, and I can't help but to, I can't help myself. I just have to go out and do all I can to help people see what they can do and myself to see what I can still do. I think it really is true that we have infinite potential. As we move towards that in a step-by-step progression as a matter of creating new habits, you also talk about, I think it's really point well made, we create whole new habits of the mind, of thoughts, emotions, and behavior, and keep track of it. Tracking is important also to help yourself manifest amazing things in whatever direction you want to go in. Absolutely. That's exactly well said and absolutely true. Just It's so true. That's exactly it. And, and can you tell us, what are some of the most incredible examples you've seen of people making a transformation like that? Because I know you were in a gym for a while, Fit Mania, a lot of success there, and you saw a lot of transformation. Tell us about some of the most amazing examples you saw. Oh, but I, there were so many when I owned my business. We were doing um, Fit Mania, which was a fitness side, and it was a very healthy, intense, natural movement, but intense uh, program, natural, good food, and teaching these people simple, basic principles about truth instead of products and gimmicks about movement and about food and the, the things, the transformations we saw. We did before and after pictures every 90 days for people in our challenges. It was incredible. I mean, it was just like, I can't even tell you the amazement people could lose. We had people lose 50 pounds in those um, 90 days and muscle. And then, and once they do that for a bit, that kind of thing, then they're interested in what else can I do? How can I make more money? Or how can I manage my finances? Or how can I improve my marriage? Or, you know, what can I do in my career once they get that kind of accomplishment? Uh, one example I'd like to share with you that was mine personally, that was new, recent for me, was um, the business took a lot of a lot out of me, and I not realized I was having a lot of chronic pain. Could not figure out where it was coming from, and when I did, and I realized that it was my brain actually creating real pain in my body, I was able to overcome it really quickly. But what it left me with was I thought, if my brain can create pain, real pain, stopping blood flow or whatever it does to do that. If it could, what could it do if I could channel that at power? What could I create if I could take that same uh, ability my brain has to create a negative things in my body? What could I create with that same amount of mind? And I, I think that's what I was seeing partly in my business. People were taking, seeing things in new ways, creating new ways of thinking and making changes. But it could go so much deeper than just a physical although that's marvelous, but being leaner, exactly. thinner, stronger, cuter, it could be so much more than that. Exactly. And by training the body, by feeling stronger, you also, of course, train the mind and emotions and realize that you can accomplish amazing things when you focus your mind. So it's not just like the law of attraction talks about you sit down, you meditate, you visualize something, you put it forth, 
becomes your, well, it's more complicated than that, and any more steps are involved in it in many cases. And having a strong mind, strong body, strong spirit we talk about in quantum psychology is essential to make those things manifest. And building a body doing uh, physical training, like I've worked out for years myself, at times when I didn't, it felt a lot worse. I know, folks, you mentioned your book. This is important also. People with back problems, for example, are often helped if they train properly, like doing the bridge you know, and so forth on the lower back. A lot of folks have low back problems because they have a sedentary lifestyle. And so learning how to train properly, put the body back in shape, allows you to release a lot of the energy you're just referring to. We have vast energy about us. If we block it up by negative thoughts, emotions, behavior, habits, by toxins from food, from the environment, from how we think and feel, we block ourselves and we sabotage ourselves. We should release all that, work on getting rid of the toxins, and focus on super positive thoughts, emotions, behavior at all times, and train yourself to do it as a matter of habit which you can create is a very powerful energy field, which goes beyond, like you said, the physical body, right? You can do great things yes. with that. Yeah. Yes, and I don't know. It does seem to start for most people with the physical, like getting this mastery over the physical seems to give us, uh, and I think you, you, you addressed that pretty well, it gives us the, the power, the skills, the mindset. I don't know how all well it works, but it gives us the perspective, the, the idea that we can accomplish hard things, but there's something about getting control over the physical. But you think about this body of ours is the instrument through which we think, we feel, we work, we love. And when our instrument is fine-tuned, it only makes sense that we will do all of those things a lot better. You mentioned the back problems. I think it's so interesting. Um, these people would come in with their back problems. What did their doctor tell them to do? Right. Don't work out. Take right. it easy. It's a... Right, and, and what they found is when they got in, and on our program was tough. It was really tough, and they would get in, and they would work hard, and guess what would happen? After two years of sitting around and trying to wait for it to go away, it went right. away with the movement. Exactly. I had one lady that had a, yeah. she had a steel rod up her back, and, and she thought, I wondered. I thought, will this work? And it did. She avoided the last surgery, uh, even with a steel rod in her back. She was avoided for their surgeries by movement. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, you have found also psychologically that when people have depressive thoughts and negative thoughts, they may well resonate or focus in the low back. If you think about carrying a heavy burden, there's often a psychological component. You know, as we think about certain things and feel certain things, have certain beliefs and whatnot, the, the component will resonate within the physical body. Whatever ailment you might have can be a reflection of your thoughts, your emotions. It's been known for a long time. And well, the metaphysics, and so certainly if you're more depressed or anxious or worrisome, if you're turning the weight of the world on your shoulders, you'll feel in your low back, and low back problems can evolve. So there's a high correlation of those. We're changing yeah. the attitude. Yeah, go ahead. The lower back is, is the place where it not often manifests itself, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And change your attitude, working out and whatnot, and training yourself, and strengthening the low back. And the bridge is a, is a great exercise for that. I've been doing that myself. Since reading yeah. the book, I start doing that again, so I have low back problems, you know. It definitely does make a difference. It really helps, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. I think I tell yeah. the story in the book about this one younger man, young father, two little girls, and his, his wife actually had been, uh, been at one of the first trainers that I had trained. I trained my trainers myself, and then they worked for me. And uh, he wanted to come, but he, his doctor said, don't come. You got to do this bath. And finally said, check with it. Nothing's working. And the guy, we did, we did tons of planks. And the guy was doing planks within uh, probably six weeks. He was doing planks, not only just planks, but with his feet on the wall, about two or three feet up. And that is really, I don't think I ever could have done that. And I could hold a plank for a long time, but 
he was like, we couldn't believe it, and he got muscled so quick, and he was just so on fire with the changes in his life. He'd been free from that pain that had been nagging him for, for a couple of years. It was so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just amazing. I knew a guy when I was out in uh, Colorado at university working on a boulder. He, uh, he had a PhD in mathematics. This guy was really a brilliant guy. He was a chess master and whatnot. He's also been working out. He used to train in, in Los Angeles with Schwarzenegger and those guys. There was one guy out there who came to the gym, like really kind of a skinny, weak kind of guy. After several years of proper training, lots of nutrition, a lot of protein, he was doing wall sit-ups where you hang literally from a wall. You know, you <laughs> sit upside down. This guy, I know you love it. He's got to do 250 sit-ups. Hanging it's around. so inspiring, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it amazing? Amazing. Just amazing. That, that's just a, a tiny little thing of what is humanly possible. So we thought yeah. so much of Fit Mania, people who thought they couldn't, they couldn't be lean. I don't like to use the word weight, lose weight, but they couldn't be lean. They couldn't be strong. wasn't for them. And then they it just they would do these great things, and, and maybe they would take up something like pull-ups. Or we did tons of push-ups, and so people would be people who thought they could not do a push-up were all of a sudden doing 50 push-ups. Right? Not all of a sudden, of course, but. Pretty soon they were. It didn't take that long, and they could do 50 push-ups. I'm uh, right. 65. Um, last year in November, I did yep. 65. I know, and I did. Um, I'd wanted to do a bodybuilding contest for all my life. I was writing the book, and I thought mm-hmm. I'm talking about regrets. I thought, well, Jerry, what have you not done that you regret? And I thought, darn that bodybuilding competition. And so at 65, I got on stage and and um, I got fifth out of five, <laughs> but I looked pretty good. You know, I could do that at 65 because. Not because there's anything exceptional about me, except that I learned what I'm capable of, and I practiced it, practiced it for a lot of decades. And yeah, then I could, then I could just do that without. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't going to be terribly competitive to lose that kind of weight that a lot of the women will lose to do that. But I, um, I could do that because of the decades that I had worked out and mm-hmm. and what I knew I was capable of, out of my own experience. Exactly. As you said, it's not really about the working out or the physical body. It's about what we train ourselves to understand the right. physical body of the foundation. Yeah. We and I, and I understood. Yeah. Sorry? I, I understood I could do it, and I still I still do push-ups right. on my toes, military style. <laughs> I still do that, and I'm almost 66 now, um, and I'll probably do them at 86. I don't see why I won't, because now I know that it's possible. Exactly. Exactly. It's like what you expect in the book that, but Bruce Barton said that something inside us, which is always superior to our circumstances, we talk about it in quantum field psychology, where books and also to film me on this question, we have infinite potential inside us, we have great powers inside us, great talents inside us, which we often don't tap into, we don't know they're there, and we occlude them or block them out by false beliefs, and that, of course, is the great impediment, the false beliefs, which you also put in your books really like, you know, we have these false ideas, False fixations we've got in our minds, false emotions, behaviors going way back to early childhood where we learned them, which can block us up, keep us locked up in a prison of delusion. Tell us more about that. How do you see that? Yes. I think um, I totally agree. That is really what stops us more than anything. I tell the story about the elephants, baby elephants. They tie up, they chain them down when they're young, and then their whole lives they can be held, they can be held with one rope around their foot, even though they could break it because they have this fixed belief that they can, that's what, they, they can't break the rope. We are like that. We have these fixed beliefs. I like, I, there's a little habit that I like to ask myself when I'm thinking something perhaps negative or limiting and say, what if that's not true? And I would suggest people practice that a little bit. It's a really good skill to say, 
what if that's not true? I, oh, I'm not good at this. Oh, I can't do that. Hmm. Or, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not that smart or I'm not that brave or I'm not that, I can't get, I can't lose weight or I can't whatever it is. What if that's not true? Ask yourself. Because like you said, those soundtracks, those negative soundtracks that we repeat in our mind, that's what limits us, not our abilities. Our abilities are, limit, are limitless. It's exactly. what we believe about our abilities that holds us back. Exactly. So we're energy beings inside the physical body. Many folks think they are the physical body. I would say, no, we're spiritual beings inside the physical body. Well, we have yeah, our incredible yeah, mental and spiritual powers. Once we learn that, start to use that, and we can prove to ourselves we can do amazing things. We've talked a lot about the physical, but yes, this is definitely a spiritual being with the physical body. But that spiritual being is held captive to some degree by what our body can and can't do, right? So to access the spiritual, we still need to take care of the physical and vice versa, I think, both ways. It really is an amazing point to think about that spiritual entity, that great power prison inside that constellation of delusion that we create based on his false beliefs, negative experiences from childhood, and those old tapes like that they play themselves like something goes wrong, or if you get uh, injured, especially like physical injury, and then negative events that occur on top of that can really set that loose. Those types of feelings and whatnot. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I agree that's true. Yeah, yeah. In the case that we have these, these great powers inside you, great talents inside us, and we change our habits, change our thoughts, change our beliefs, and put into practice a new routine, a new approach to training physically, but also training our minds and emotions to work a certain way. And we can focus and hone those energies and amplify the energy, throw this in front of us, like we can amplify the energies in certain directions that make incredible things manifest, because we are the cure, as you mentioned, and we are the power inside yeah. of the power going through us along as we focus that. Folks, for today, Dr. Ryan Dalrymple and Sherry Fernandez, her fascinating book called Life Mastery. It's really interesting to read, a lot of great ideas in there about how to conquer life, put your problems in the world, and your world behind you, and move forward. So we're going to take a brief break here for a sponsor. We'll be right back with Sherry Fernandez, Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks, lots of quality, and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy, 
Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery, a powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember, Positive Impacts, www.healthylife.net. Welcome back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple and Mind Shock. We have Sherry Fernandez, your fascinating book, Life Mastery. Sherry, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, because uh, welcome back. I wanted to start the segment with talking about you referencing your book, the William Butler Yates quote, that education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire. Getting people fired up to learn on their own and to charge for it. Tell us more about that. How do you see that? Um, well, you know, I... I think, um, I, well, I don't. I know this is true. When people have successes, they build on one another. It builds. Um, you, when I have my clients come in after they've had a good week and they successfully uh, kept their commitment, maybe a week of working out or a week of uh, reading or a week of whatever they've been working on, maybe two or three things, they're they're on fire, right? They're excited mm-hmm. about that. The whole. The premise of life mastery, and I, 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 this is the truth, I know this is the truth, that we are happy when we're progressing. And mm-hmm. so success builds upon success. And you know the opposite is true. If you're stagnant or you're backsliding, uh, you're not happy, right? Everybody knows we're, we're miserable when we're stagnant. We're miserable when we're backsliding. So the reverse is also true. When we're progressing towards that infinite potential, that is the key to happiness. So the trick is how to make that, do that consistently. Exactly. What it is to go through you through the process of why and what and how and so forth. And one idea, of course, is to make a big dreams list, put in there a mission statement, and also your written written governing values or principles to live by to make everything out. I think it's very, very important to do that. You stay focused and every day reassess where you are. You keep retuning that so you constantly are improving. So you're constantly learning. So every day is a learning experience to expand who you are and what you're trying to accomplish in life. And he's, he's so right. That. He's, yeah. but, so, so that idea that happiness uh, it comes from progress, which is marvelous and the best re- the, probably the best reason to do it, but having a big dreams list is something to get excited about for yourself. Having a mission statement, you have something to give back to the world so that can help us keep motivated. Because I've got things, I've got to make a difference in the world, right? So that keeps me motivated, keeps me on fire. I have somebody I'm trying to become. I'm trying to become this person of integrity and character and a certain kind of person. And that's my constitution, though. That keeps me excited. 
So those are just a few a few ideas on how to maintain that fire, keep that fire going. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I remember way back when I was in yeah when I was in the first when I was in the first grade, first school early. I'm sorry. Can uh -huh. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. When I was a that applied to my life from way back when I was in the first grade. I was kind of I started grade first grade at five years old. I didn't quite get it, I guess. I really wouldn't say anything. I was just to be here to, like, to learn and study and so forth. So I wasn't paying attention in the same way. So the very first week of the second grade, Mrs. Gallagher, and I thank her profoundly for this, she was probably in her mid-50s, really a very fine teacher, a nice lady, sat me down and says, listen, what you learn right now is going to influence the rest of your life and will determine what happens to you and what you make happen from this point forward. I really understood. I was six years old by then, starting second grade. I really got it. So then I studied, paid attention, started getting aids and so forth, and became, a, you know, a, I guess a lifelong student, really. You know, I see where I am now. I've been studying my whole life now. But she really made it because she really explained that what you do now affects the rest of your life. This is true all the time. And what we do every second yeah. of our life, every minute second, determines what follows. So it's incumbent upon us to discover that, take responsibility for it, for making our lives happen in a very positive way, develop the right kind of habits, mental focus and emotions and habits, to make manifest what we want to make manifest upon in life. We'll fill our, our mission or our dharma, and you should start, you should start our dharma and so forth, and how do we make things happen in that manner. So tell us more about that, how you see that. Yeah, you, do, uh, do you, uh, well, first of all, I said the opposite also true. What you don't do today will also determine the rest of your life. But it's what we do that, um, what, what, one of the first things I do with my clients, let me explain this way, one of the first things I do with my clients is I have them envision their life. Usually they're, in their middle years, 30s, 40s, somewhere in there, and I have them envision their life 10 years from now, what they want in, in detail, the house they want to live in, what does their marriage look like, uh, what, how, what's the feeling in their home, what is their business, what's their money look like, that kind of thing in detail. And then we have the conversation, if you keep doing the things that you do now every day, that you do every day now, will you achieve that dream? Will you get what you want? And the answer, obviously, is no, they wouldn't be in coaching with me probably, right? So they see, so we can make that connection right off is what I do every day, who I'm becoming, and you said this earlier about what we attract to us. What we're attracting to us will come because of who I am. What I do every day, that getting out of bed on time, that daily reading every day, the workout every day, um, the, the writing my, my values and, and affirmations and tracking my goals, all those things are making me become the kind of person that will attract the life that I want towards me. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's where we look at it. Ask them in 10 years, will you get there if you keep doing what you're doing right now? It's like you referenced by Dave Ramsey for a personal mission statement. Without that mission statement, you might get to the top of the ladder when you're climbing some ladder, but you might realize your ladder was leaning against the wrong building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true, and yeah. if I could say something about that, we yeah, talk about success in this life. When Even though we know that success, everybody knows that success isn't just about your finances, and yet we call this person successful, that person successful, and usually just based upon their business and financial achievements. But that's exactly what can happen if you don't focus on a well-rounded life, if you don't focus on your relationships, your physical health, your spiritual health, your education, yeah. your character, all the eight areas of life mastery, you're going to find out you're going to, it's going to cost you too much.
to achieve that. You're going to find out that's not maybe what you really wanted. And that's why I ask my clients. I don't just ask them, where do you want to be your business to be? They're almost always entrepreneurs of some sort. I don't say, where do you want your business to change? I don't even ask that question. I want ask them what they want to be doing in business, what their money looks like. But I don't specifically ask the, business, the question about the business because it becomes too big of a focus. What are your relationships going to be like? What's your body look like? You know, those kind of questions because the other one seems to take care of itself if you, everything else. And if it, everything else is not lined out, that success will cost you dearly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You make it well-rounded. What you want to have happen in terms of physical, emotional, mental, relationship, spiritual, not just yeah. material aspect. That, that, of course, is too vapid. It doesn't really matter. It's kind of like building sandcastles on a beach. You know, we often work and strive, putting the biggest castle we can up on the beach, knowing the waves will knock it over the wind will blow it away. What does that matter? What really matters is the growth in consciousness, what we really attain to, what we expand, how we expand our consciousness, and how we help other people lift the world up. Because then you're putting those pains in heaven, as it were, at a higher level, you create something which lasts forever. It's kind of hit me right. years ago, this idea that every kind thought lives forever, which it does, where negative thoughts, negative feelings, dissemble and destroy themselves and fall apart. But working in a multidimensional way, expands who we are, I think it really is a key. We are multidimensional beings, and that's how we build towards that. It's really a lot of fun, isn't it, these ideas? I think yeah. fascinating, fascinating ideas. Wonderful thoughts. And also think strong, have no regrets, make no excuses, know what you can do, vast things, never give up, never give in, have a determination. Sort of like the transformational journey we talk about times, so the hero's journey. The hero goes on a journey, or heroine, and then tries to find a way through this vast, vast nebula on Earth all these complications hit us, and all these things get in our way. But as we overcome those challenges, the only problems are challenges, we get stronger every time. And we learn more and expand more so we can handle a lot more. It's always a growth process. Yes. And adversity, as you said in your book, adversity makes you stronger. And it really does. Tell us about that. Yeah, it does make you stronger. Every experience that we have and that we learn from, people say uh, older is wiser. Well, not necessarily. You can be old and not wise, but if we learn from those experiences, and if we look at life as who we're becoming all the time, remembering we're becoming this infinite, we have this infinite potential rather than what we're getting, um, I think that helps a lot, keeping that perspective. Who am I trying to be? I'm not going to sell out to make money if I've got this focus about what's important is who I am. I like Jim Rohn said, um, make a million dollars, not just because of the money, but because what will make of you, the skills that you'll learn, the abilities that you'll gain. And that's really the point. Who are becoming mind, body, and, and uh, soul, right? Who are becoming is what matters. Exactly. You know, I think it's so true that what you think about expands, as you mentioned in your book, what you think about expands and we can achieve amazing things as we expand into those higher expectations, knowing that we're superior to our circumstances. In any given situation, we had the power inside us that we just call upon it, learn to dwell upon, and realize we have these great gifts and great powers, and not to be held back by the complications of physical things on Earth, because they are just really impediments to make us stronger. The folks we're here today with Sherry Fernandez in her fascinating book, Life Mastery, it's like great ideas and insights about how to conquer life, looking at the body in a holistic way, body, mind, and spirit. Take a break here for a moment for our sponsors. We'll be right back. Fear Fernandez, Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock.
fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with the step-by-step guide. So get eight days to creative power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery, a powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Well, folks, welcome back. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We have Sherry Fernandez in her fascinating book, Life Mastery. Sherry, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a nice interview. Yeah, great, great. Great having you here. I want to start this segment with the idea, this goes back to the Greeks, and of course, refer to it in your book, and refer to it in our, our books and our works, that really like the Greek concept, the Greeks knew that you have to have a healthy mind, healthy body, and healthy spirit, which you know we, we focus upon to bring bring into focus our multidimensional being, to bring all our energies working together for us to detach from our lives and help create a better world for ourselves and others. Can you tell us more about that, that, that powerful blend? Um, the power of the, of all, um, the mind, is that, I, I'm sorry, I, mean, I kind of missed the question a little bit. Is the power of all three of those together? Oh, yeah, yeah. going back to the Greek idea, Greeks talk about oh. healthy mind, healthy body, healthy yeah. spirit, reverence in your book. Please tell us more about that powerful combination. I think oh, it's, 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 yeah, it's essential. All are so interdependent upon one another. We have right. um, anything that we do in our body is going to affect our mind and our spirit. Everything that we fix our spirit will affect our body and our mind, right, and our relationships and so many things. But every part of us is affected. I used to teach this thing where, where these parts of us are mind, body, spirit, slightly overlapped, and, and each thing, anything that affected one, would affect the other slightly, but I've come with time to realize that anything that affects one affects the others totally. So to be a really successful human being, to to find our infinite potential, all three of those things have to be engaged and engaged equally and fed and nurtured and cared for evenly, as evenly as we can, and always watching for uh, being careful that we're watching or parts where we might be sliding. Well, maybe I'm not taking as good a care of my body or my mind or my spirit. Maybe I've let some things lapse and always be checking in and evaluating how we're doing in all three of those things. That's a successful life. Making a gazillion dollars in your business is nice. Climbing the corporate ladder to the top and being a CEO, that's nice. But who you're becoming is what it's about, and it requires mind, body, and soul. 
Exactly. Joy is a matter of being. You change the nature of your being, you're going to be somebody different. But right. being happy now and how you think and how you feel, what you create evolves from that. Some folks spend their whole lives trying to create wealth, you know, and build wealth, having success and that will follow later. That's why I build wealth and that's reverse order. Because they're building in the wrong direction, so they're getting a building ladder against the wrong building. And you get the top, like, oh, wow, what am I doing yeah. here? It's not what I had Instead, that's And sometimes... Yeah. Sometimes you make that realization it's too late, right, to go back and put that ladder against. Sometimes right. you can make that realization, hopefully today, anybody listening will say, wait, is my ladder against the right, the right building um, exactly. before it's too late. Yeah. But it can be too late sometimes if you've lost, your, if you've lost too much along the way um, and mm-hmm. the time is running out. You don't have maybe time to, to, put, to move your ladder. Yeah, it really is tragic. I've heard before on our show that That's some tragic. folks live a life of, of quiet desperation of not realizing yeah. that they're not really doing what they want to be doing. They're living a life that somebody else wants to live, perhaps. They got trapped in a relationship or a job or situation. They're not happy or it's not fulfilling. They don't know how to break out of it. It's just very important to follow that inner voice and guide us in life. That inner voice, that higher mind, always knows what's best for us and always direct us in the right way, right yeah. now, to people who need to achieve the life. Now, way back in the early 60s, I was just a kid then, JFK, John Kennedy, promoted the idea of health and exercise. Things the nation gotten out of shape and whatnot, and people are gaining weight uh, various ways. And so he really promoted the idea of working out, and people started doing you know, more marathons, and gyms started to grow. And that was great. It was a real boom back then. But then it was followed by the fast food industry. <laughs> you know, gar- yeah, really garbage food, right, with sugar. Yeah, yeah the food that built America, as they say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So a lot of the diseases fall from that and whatnot. I'm not putting them down. Some of those probably are, are okay, and some some places I guess do all right. But uh, there's definitely a lot of garbage in some of that food. And so now I think folks like yourself are going to make create gyms and whatnot, and train people to think right and feel right and do the right thing, and learn use training of the physical body as a means to learn how to train your emotions, to train your thoughts, and train your spirit. It's a really very powerful approach. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to, when you have that kind of approach, you know, when you're thinking, well, first of all, let's go back to something you said earlier about people stuck in in unhappy lives, unfulfilling lives. I don't believe anybody has to stay there, at least not in the United States of America where we have freedom. Uh, I don't think really anywhere. You don't have to stay there. There's there's ways out and there's certainly ways of thinking um, that can always change. There's nothing else. You can always change your way of thinking. But I don't think people have to be stuck there. Um, and the other, I guess, the other thing that came to mind as you were speaking was about um, this quad life JFK and his fitness program, which I remember. I was in junior high uh, when that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was in junior high when that program came out, I think. And um, that's, that's where I remember it from. And he was a, a man ahead of his time. It was almost like he saw what was going to happen to us. But then we had this, this food industries, the McDonald's and the Kellogg's and the Nabisco and the, these food um, conglomerates now that we're building big business on our unhappiness and training us to eat those kind of things. You can't you can't find the kind of success you want by eating <laughs> eating like that. So to go back mm-hmm. to the basics of movement and food and to be aware of those things, they matter. It matters what you put in your body. It matters that you're eating cocoa puffs for breakfast. Um, it matters that you're eating McDonald's for lunch. What you do exactly. makes a difference in your, not just your body, but your mind and your spirit, like we said earlier. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
it's what we put into the body is profoundly important. And sugar, of course, is kind of known to everything. If you can walk into, like, say, a Walmart, the amount of sugar in that Walmart will be in terms of food. You know, it's in all kinds of cereals and bread and sauces, and they put sugar in everything to entice you to eat that. In fact, a lot of Italian cooking, for example, which is really great food, they put sugar in to cut cut the bitterness of, of some of the foods and whatnot. So it's used in virtually everything. And white sugar, you know, processed sugar, is yeah, referred it's to killing poison. Yeah, some folks call it poison. Yeah, so what's the white it's, it's destroying it. There's a great book yeah. um, uh, called uh, The Survivors of Alzheimer's. I'd really recommend it by Gail Bredesen. I think how you say his name, but he talks about, you know, we, our bodies were not designed to consume this amount of sugar, and uh, it's killing us. It is literally killing us. Every, I'm going to get on a soapbox here, but all of these um, main killers, we have now chronic disease rather than acute illnesses that kill people, and we're talking hypertension, diabetes, heart disease, um, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, even COVID to a large extent is affected hugely by lifestyle and what we're eating, and maybe even completely by lifestyle. I guarantee you that America has the highest death rate, I think, of any country uh, per capita on COVID. Well, it's because we're stinking lousy, out of shape. And I think we're starting to wake up and realize that a little bit, that what we're eating we're, is is killing us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's poison, really. So even poison. That is- sugar is poison. It's, uh, and like you say, it's in everything. And big, these big food businesses know that and they know that it's addictive. It is very addictive. Mm-hmm. And right. people know that. I mean, I never talked to a client yet that didn't know that they were addicted to sugar. It's very addictive yeah. and they put it in every ingredient because guess why? Beer to keep in a, they can get a new one, right? So um, mm-hmm. we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're being killed by big business in that, in that sense. I'm not anti-big business, but, but in the mm-hmm. sense of what, but still we're responsible for what we put in our mouth. It's not anybody else's responsibility. The big monopolies are out there to make money and are very powerful and influence a lot of the world, including uh, you know, the media, of course, and politics and all that. There's no question of profound influence. It's also really serious to the individual. That's something to be aware of. And like you said, take responsibility to charge your life. Folks, we're here today with Sherry Fernandez and her fascinating book, Life Mastery. Sherry, please tell the audience where they can find out more about you and your book and your seminars. Uh, we have a um, website, of course, lifemasteryinfo.com. So it's lifemasteryinfo.com. Um, you can reach me there. You can email me on social media, of course. We do have a mentoring program. Uh, I still do some coaching, but I, we have a trained uh, group of people who've worked with me for a long time who also can help you implement the principles of life mastery, talk through your goals and dreams. So, again, you can find us at lifemasteryinfo.com. You can buy the book, Life Mastery, of course, on Amazon, because if it's not on Amazon, it doesn't exist. And you can also get a, a copy, hardback, signed copy of the book on the web, from the website. And I'm available for speaking and teaching, of course. Absolutely. That sounds great. Well, listen, I'd like to thank you very much for being here today. We enjoyed having you as a guest. Thank you for the great thank work you, Ron. It's my pleasure. Thanks for all the time. I appreciate you. Yeah. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you, know, you and the work you're doing. doing. Well, thank you very much. And right back at you. Appreciate you and all your hard work. I know you put a lot of years into it, decades of helping people lift them up. That's what we need. But realize that we all need to work together in synchrony to help transform this world. So thank you very much, Jerry. Thank you. God bless. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Ron. All right. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye.
Paradise Found, 2015, is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net Welcome back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We spoke to our fascinating guest, Sherry Fernandez, who wrote a book called Life Mastery, about her experiences in life and how to conquer life. She came up kind of a tough situation, made a few left turns in life, and then got back on a much more powerful path, which taught her many great things. Part of which was running a gym called Fitmania, which learned a lot of life lessons and skills lessons because training the physical body it's also a way to train the mind and the emotions and show us we can do incredible things. That by mastering the use of the body, we also can master our emotions, our thoughts, and of course our taps into spiritual dimensions as well. And we talked about before in the show, and we talked about in our books, including our film, in this question, that the purpose of life, from our point of view, is the expansion of consciousness. It's not just survival, it's not that we call up out of the mud and the muck and so forth as we're taught by various theories. But the actuality, we're spiritual beings inside these physical bodies. Our purpose here is to learn many great lessons in life and to expand our consciousness to a point of much greater awareness and development and, of course, creative power. That's what brings a much greater feeling of ultimate happiness and divine potentials beyond our current beliefs. So I would say that our point in life is not, or our purpose in life is not to just be happy. You know, part of the Constitution is the the idea of America is the pursuit of happiness, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That certainly is true, but I think the ultimate goal is not just happiness, but rather the expansion of consciousness to a higher state of mind where all those things follow. You know, a very higher state, much more of an ecstatic state of mind and feeling where happiness flows from that. Now, as I mentioned before, many people live lives of quiet desperation, not realizing what they're hungering for. In fact, Henry David Thoreau, American philosopher said that the mass of men and women lead lives of quiet desperation. And what is called resignation is confirmed desperation. From a desperate city, they go into a desperate country and have to console themselves with the bravery of minks and muskrats. Well, he, of course, lived in the wilds for a while himself and did a lot of really phenomenal things to master his body and master life, as it were. He had interesting thoughts. The point is that all of us 
The other side is physical bodies. We are not the physical body, but rather we are not just the physical body. Rather we are spiritual beings, or mental and emotional beings, but also spiritual entities within the physical body. Like what Carl Santana said, we are spiritual beings having an earthly experience. It teaches us more about divine law, about spiritual law, and how we create our own world. In quantum psychology, we talk about an equation of energy is really a function of elevated emotions combined with elevated thoughts. We have very high-level thoughts, very loving, beautiful thoughts, powered by very high-level emotions, such as love, harmony, and joy for all people in the entire world. We combine this together in terms of everything you think about and do, which is not easy to do. It's easy to say, it's hard to do. So when you transform all your thoughts and emotions into these much higher energy sine waves, as those of you know in math, physics, or engineering, you now we talk about sine waves, right? Which means you're increasing the energy or the amplitude of the energy you're projecting. When you transform all your thoughts and emotions to higher level energies in which you project the outside world is enormously powerful. You can make incredible things happen. If you don't believe this, it really is a matter of framing as we talk about, and Stuart's book talks about training the physical body, but it also ties into training the emotions, the thoughts, and our spiritual powers. The more we practice and live our lives that way and not be hyper-reactive to the external world, because what happens is events the external world can knock us off course in a heartbeat, like you're driving traffic, somebody's a lunatic, I'm down in South Florida right now, a lot of uh, things driving down here. You can really push your button. If you remind yourself, stop, not get angry, not get emotionally upset, stay calm, try to send positive thoughts for the other person, positive feelings, help you all calm down, stop driving like that, very dangerous. We can't be distracted by the world around us, but that will control our thoughts and emotions. Look at the media, there's some violence on the media, and some fears projecting whatnot. It's really take us off course. Instead, we must get back on course, on a higher course, and realize, nope, we're in charge of this. We take responsibility for what we think and feel and what we do, because we're in charge. Irrespective of the external influences, the negative inputs from other people, the media, from whatever, we're in charge, take command of that, and recreate our lives as we go along. So in that sense, we are what we think about, and we are what we feel. What we think and what we feel changes our physical entity and also changes the world around us. So you can always do more than you think you can. That's a powerful thought. I love that thought. You can always do more than you think you can because we are spiritual beings. We're not limited by the physical as we are taught to believe often earlier in life. We also learned that attitude of strength and determination helps us overcome much and achieve much. So having the idea of strength, determination, and will, and also of feeling happy, relaxed, and calm, knowing that a higher power always works with us and through us, gives us that determination to accomplish great things in life and to never give up. But simply at times we have to reformulate it when the impediment hits us and figure a way around it, over or through it. Now Marcus Aurelius, one of the famous Roman emperors, said that the impediment to action Advances action. Think about that. Adversity advances your action. As long as you have the attitude that nothing will stand in your way, so what stands in your way becomes the way. You might change what you do somewhat, 
but you always had the attitude that you were going to conquer the situation and succeed as you move forward. Now, in film and novels, we thought that the hero often needs a powerful opponent because the story walks on two legs, protagonist versus antagonist. The more powerful the adversary, the more powerful must the protagonist be to overcome that adversary. It's really a fascinating way to look at it. So a lot of impediments in our lives perhaps are put there to make us stronger, to make us face certain issues inside ourselves, which we must then learn to overcome. So we started life early on with very powerful adversaries locking us in childhood instead of an impediment or a negative. That might be a very positive thing and not a diverse way of thinking about it. Because our goal is to rise beyond that impediment and to learn a lot in doing so. And those who come from very dysfunctional childhoods learn that they must grow a lot and develop a lot and be very determined and not be held back to a lot of things will not get so of course. You might think about the gyroscope we discussed before. You're spinning gyroscope in a way. These negative forces will knock you off balance if you let them. And then what you go off energy-wise is very, very different. So the most important difficult things that you can change in life is, guess what, it's us. It's our own fixated false beliefs. In the hero's journey, the most powerful opponent that the individual must face, thanks must face to win with the adversary, is conquering the self. The most powerful opponent is the self. And once the hero learns that and learns lessons from that, then he can face the opponent, the adversary, the external adversary, and conquer the individual situation as well. So the greatest opponent to us is, again, the ego mind. It's that fixated constellation of delusions and false beliefs which we develop early in life, which can get reinforced by what's called the self-fulfilling prophecy. And that self-fulfilling prophecy, we're making these negative things happen. We're making our life self-sabotage by how we react to impediments that come along. So our goal, our job is stay relaxed, stay focused, stay positive, stay determined, think strong. Think nothing can stop you. You can conquer life, great things. You learn more about this book, this philosophy, and our film, The Endless Question, which is free on Amazon Prime. So check it out, please, to our documentary, talking some of the great luminaries in the world about these concepts that we have tremendous powers inside us. Those are based upon a book we put out many years ago called Quantum Field Psychology, a whole new theory of psychology, which scares a lot of psychologists out there, believe me, no scientists and spiritual folks. It's a very different look at the fact that science and spirit are one. And quantum psychology is a bridge theory between science and spirit. It's also a theory of everything, where prior theories of everything did not quite do it, I believe, they weren't within one paradigm, one framework. In order to form this work, came out as the inner manager, what we talked many years ago about a hero's journey and so forth, and how to accomplish that and conquer life. Another book is Eight Days of Creative Power, a tap into your creative powers. Another book of ours is I Love You, God. And his higher thoughts and operations ideas help you bring us forth in your life. And, of course, the book, Quantum Technology. So, folks, check out those books and films. Remember to think positive, think strong, be determined. You can do anything. And so we'll work together in that manner, in that mindset, transform this tribal world into a unified world at last. Folks, thanks a lot. Dr. Ron Darrell on Mind Shock. See you next time. Take care. God bless.